Bokertov, so we're doing Melachim Aleph, and David has just given the Melucha to Shilomo, and in the process he's told Shilomo to do a couple of things. One is that he needs to worry about, um, uh, thing. he has to worry about Yoav, so make sure he doesn't go to his grave in peace. Two, he has to worry about Shimi ben Gerah, also a man who rebelled against David. He said make sure he doesn't go down to his grave in peace. Or maybe a slightly different uh, um, uh, instructive there. And then, also do good to Barzilai Agiladi, who helped me when I was running away from Absalom. Okay? And those are the three instructions that Shalom gets. Now, the instruction, let's say regarding Yoav, there's a machlokan on whether he was telling Shalom to kill Yoav, or at least according to the Barbara, no, he was just telling Shalom to Keep an eye out for Yoav. If you start to see something fishy, Yoav is a cunning character who may be able to try to usurp the throne or who, or who has a lot of power. So just keep an eye out for him. But not necessarily to guaranteed kill him. Okay? That's, I honestly like that opinion because now we're going to see an episode in which Adonia, who has just been spared his life after he tried to rebel against Shlomo, Adonia tries to do something that's a little bit sketchy. And once Shilomo sees that, then he turns his focus on Yoav. So it kind of fits with Abarbanel's opinion there, okay? So Adonia, as we said, was the older brother of Shilomo. He tried to take the kingship. And then David, with the help of Bathsheba, Natan, and Abi, they stop it. And uh, they, they crown Shilomo as king. Now, all of a sudden, Adonia, in the previous class, Adonia came to, to Bathsheba, not to Shilomo for some reason, he came to his mother. And he asked her, could I take Abishag, the Shunammite woman who was warming up David, or serving David, could I take her as a wife? Now, Bathsheba seemingly doesn't realize why this would be problematic. So she says, okay, I'm going to, ask, I'm going to go ask Shalom to do this. Okay? So Bathsheba says, okay, I'm going to speak to the king on your behalf. Okay, now, why would this be problematic? Because we said that marrying the concubine or the woman of the father, is, it's always a symbol of taking over that realm. And if Adonia is trying to do that, that's a sign that he's trying to take over the kingship again. So maybe there is, a, there is some conspiracy in the air. Like uh, some say like Reuven and Yaakov, or at least the Peshat says by Reuven and Yaakov, by Avshalom and David, by Avner and Ishboshet. So we've seen it many, many times, okay? So Batsheva comes to Shlomo to speak to him about Adoniao. So he stands up for her. You stand up for your parents when they walk in the room. Right? And he bows to her. You have to, uh, you have to bow to your parents also. He sits on his chair. And he put a chair for his mother next to his throne. So it was like Shalomo, and then his mother next to him was also had a throne. And she says, I have a small request, she says, from you. Do not refuse me on this one. Now, why is she saying it like that? I, don't, I have no idea. So he says, okay, my mother, you can ask, for I will not refuse you. He's going to end up refusing her, because he sees that it's actually a problematic request. But I don't know why, what's Batsheva's motive for trying to help Adoniao get this woman. Okay, Pasuk She says, my request is, give Avishag the Shunamite woman, give her to Adoniao as a wife. 
And then Shalomo realizes, but why? Because he was just taught by his father to keep an eye out for some of these people in the king, in the court. Shalomo realizes that this is not a normal request. Shalomo answers and he says to his mother, Why are you asking Avishag the Shunammite woman specifically for Adoniyahu? You might as well just ask for him the kingship. For he is my older brother, meaning people think naturally he is more fitting to be the king. And he also had on his side Eviatar the Kohen and Yoav ben Surya, so the greatest general in the history of David's kingship. And the, the Kohen Gadol, who served for most of David's kingship, are both on his side. And now, now you're going to give him Avishag. So, what is that going to symbolize? That indeed he is the king. And we're literally just days away from after I was able to quell that rebellion. And you want to create an issue again. So now, Shalomo realizes that this is not a genuine request from Adoniyahu. This, push, this pushes Adoniyahu over the edge. And now, Shalomo wants to kill him. Maybe Bathsheba didn't know that like, by doing all this, she's like giving the kingship. No, but but, I, but I'm surprised that. that she wouldn't know. That's why I don't understand. Maybe she wanted to just placate to her. Like, sound like, oh, I want to give her someone to make him happy. Like, yeah. But was Adonia wasn't even Avisha, wasn't even Bacheva's son. He was Chagit's son. Yeah, so that's why he treats him like a, you know. It's interesting. So Shlomo swore in God's name saying, I swear, so shall God do to me if I, and so shall he continue to do to me. It's a Lashon it's of uh, swearing. I swear that on this day, on, on this matter, Adoniyahu has spoken with his life. Meaning, this is a capital punishment uh, is required. And now, by the life of God, who, who established me and put me into the seat of David, my father, and who has made me the house of kingship that he promised, that today, Adoniyahu is going to be killed. And he sends Benayel Ben Yoyada, who was the second tier general from the pre- end of Shemuel, that we saw was in David's king, was in David's court. He is now obviously promo- seemingly promoted in Shalomo's court. He's the general who carries out the execution. He goes and he kills out and he kills Adonio, uh, uh after this request. Okay? Now all of a sudden, Shalomo realizes eh, there's a conspiracy in the air. So all those warnings that David told me about Yoav, I need to now worry about them because who could have given this idea to Yoav, to, to Adoniyahu? Maybe it was Yoav. Maybe there is a conspiracy now. Okay? Now who else was supporting Adoniyahu? Aviatar. And because, David, because Shalomo sees that Adoniyahu was up to no good, Aviatar technically should be punished. However, Aviatar is a Kohen. He's relatively innocent compared to Yoav. Eviatar's never killed anyone for no reason like Yoav did. He's not as aggressive a person, so he's not a big a threat. Okay? So, Shalomo goes to Eviatar and he says, Go to Anatot, city of Kohanim, Anatot. You're not going to be in the king's court anymore. You're not going to be the Kohen Gadol anymore. Ki'ish ma'vetata, you're deserving of death, really, technically, because you served and you followed Adoniyahu. Uvayomazel lo amitech, I'm not going to kill you on this edge. Kinasata et Aron Adonai Elohim lifnet David Avi. For you carry the Aaron of God before David, my father, and he also went through all of the difficulties that my father went through because he followed him out of Yerushalayim when Avshalom chased him out. 
And if you remember, they had to be supported in that time. They were struggling for food in that time. It wasn't an easy, it wasn't an easy time when they had run away from Abshalom. So all of the difficulties that David went through, Evyatar was there with him the whole time. So you were there, loyal to my father. You made a mistake at the end. You're not an aggressive person. I'm not so worried about you, but you're not going to be Kohen Gadol anymore because you rebelled. So go back to the city of Kohanim of Anatot, where you could just live a lowly Kohen life, uh, serving other Kohanim probably. By God is Shalomot Evyatar. He chases Evyatar out, miyot Kohen Ladonai, from being a Kohen to Hashem, or Kohen Gadol to Hashem. Le male et Adonai, and this fulfilled the word of God. What word of God? Asher diber al bet Eli That he spoke about Eli's family in Shiloh because Aviatar was a descendant of, of Eli. And because Eli was, there was a curse upon Eli because of the actions of his sons that his, uh, his, his kid, his, uh, um, descendants. his descendants would not grow up to an old age and they would lose the Kiuna. So this was one of the descendants. And of course, he loses the Kiuna uh, based on that promise of that swear to Eli. He didn't get killed. He didn't get killed, no. He didn't get killed because he didn't do... The only reason Shlomo is now waking up to this issue now is because Adoniyahu just tried to rebel secretly. So, Eviatar didn't actively do anything bad. No, I'm saying from the curse of Eli, they normally they die young. Right. No, he didn't get killed here. He didn't... Mm. He didn't he dies young or he, he, uh, he just... Um, we don't hear from him. If he does, I don't remember, but I don't think so. All right, we'll continue with Zorashem tomorrow. Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen. 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 Amen.